0: your favorite scary movie? You're listening to Stop
1: Horror Time, the podcast where 220 something LGBTs talk the horror movie of the week, real life crime or events, and if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film. And yes, the
0: titles are puns. I'm Elle. I'm Kate. Hello. Hello. Hope everyone's doing alright. Yeah, really. Um, so, I mean, no one is, <laughs> but... <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. So, for this week, I wanted to do something, because as, as we're recording this... It's been a few days since the, the late great Stuart Gordon passed away, and so I really wanted to do something yeah. of his. And we'd already done Reanimator just because I fucking love Reanimator. Yes. And so I wanted to do another one of his. And, that, and there's a lot of his work that I actually haven't seen. I just like hardcore stand Reanimator. <laughs> um, you know, so we're doing 1987's Dolls. Woo! So it was direct, directed by Stuart Gordon and written by. Ed Naha, who actually, they, they created Honey, I Shrunk the Kids together, yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> which is, uh, that was actually interesting to think about, because this kind of made me, so it's about dolls, about killer dolls, all, yeah. you know, it's in the, in the title, it, it kind of made me think, I was like, could this be kind of like, an entry-level horror for kids, like, it it, it does get very, like, if they can handle, like, the blood and the gore, I feel like the rest of it would be more accessible because of, like, the child protagonist and everything and how it's, like, Gordon described it as, like, he wanted it to be, like, a fairy tale and to see if fairy tales can be as dark and scary as their source material, basically, like, that's where he got the idea of it, and also because he apparently, they, they had to be Victorian, he said, because He once got locked in a museum overnight, like, it it closed, and he didn't know about it, and he was locked in this room with all these creepy-ass Victorian dolls, which sounds like a nightmare. Oh my god, no. So it's like, what if? Yeah. Absolutely not. So love that. (laughs) Love that for me. So it's about, for those who haven't seen dolls, it's just about, like, like, like most horror movies that start out, it's like, uh, you're driving in a car, and there's a storm, and your car breaks down, and there's a... Just a mansion at the top of the hill. We've, we've all seen. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we've all been there. Yeah. Um. So it's this this dad, his his new wife, and his daughter that they both fucking hate. Yeah. <laughs> She's spending like the summer with him. Oh my god. There's... And and yeah. So their car gets like stuck in the mud or whatever, and they can't get it out. And so they go seek shelter in this house that's uh owned in- inhabited by these two old doll maker couples. <laughs> and shit happens. also some some more folks come in to seek shelter from the storm. Uh yeah, you know. No. We'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor's oldest time. Uh you hadn't seen this before either, right? Absolutely not, no. <laughs> I like I like doing blind spots. Well what'd you what'd you think? What are your first thoughts? I first, I I truly was like after I watched it I was like you good, Stuart Gordon? You good? <laughs> Alright. It's so funny because he, like, I've, I've watched a lot of interviews with him. He's just this normal dude, like, oh yeah. And, like, everyone, and everyone like, you know, upon his death, like, recounting that knew him, just said he was just, like, the sweetest man. And then he just makes this weird shit. Like, that seems to happen with a lot of horror creators. They're, like, so normal because they get it all out yeah. in their movies. This weird shit. And his wife's in this one. She's in- She's in Reanimator too, very briefly, but she has, like, a full part in this, and, like- <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Like, the- The death- Her death scene was, like, I guess the-, the Took the longest to make her. Was one of the hardest scenes, because, like, that's the first time that you actually see the dolls moving. I thought it was creative that- The way they did, like, the first kill with that- That British punk girl. Oh, yeah. Where, like- because you, you, I was like, I'm sure they're doing this for budgetary reasons. Yeah. Like, you don't see the doll, but it, it, but it made it more, it was clever. Because, like, you just see her being yanked around and everything, and you're seeing what they're doing to her, but you don't actually see the dolls, and so, you know, they didn't have to do the puppetry for that. Mm-hmm. But, but So then when it does crack down, when you do finally see the dolls, it's almost like the Jaws thing, you know? Yeah. Like, bro well, you don't see the shark, and then when you do, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. I also, yeah. Going back to the whole like fairy tale thing, there was there's like an almost wholesomeness to this because of because of the little girl. Yeah. And I also I also love Ralph. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like how there's an adult that but be- an adult that believes her. At the whole they-
1: time I was watching, I was just like I am just feeling Samwise Gamgee vibes right now. Like, cause you reminded right? me oh of Sean Astin. So it much. looks like Sean Astin. He does. I was just like Samwise, is that you? <laughs> I was like, I know it's not him, but, I'm like, God, just, it's, the resemblance was uncanny. Uh. No, you're absolutely right. Samwise vibes. Wise. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he also was, like, a good, a good guy, too, so that, that added to it as well. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, oh, this, go ahead. This, like, the couple, like, at first, I was just like, okay, they seem all right with people just breaking into their house, so it's just, like, <sighs> that's the
0: stake number one. <laughs> Well, I mean, now we know why. Yeah, now now you know. Oh my god, <laughs> holy shit. So, like, do you think- so do you think all those dolls are people or, like, he makes some and acquires some? Um, well, actually, there's different origins in the movie
1: for the dolls, cause- Oh, yeah? Like, some of them are controlled by witchcraft magic, like Mr. Punch and the toy soldiers- uh, some of the dolls used to be immoral humans and were transformed into dolls to pay for their crimes, which is why some of them have, like, the skeletons mm. in them. Uh, and some of them are oh, also fairies, okay. which explains why their bodies burn in smoke after being hit by her, like, uh, Enid's, the the other British punk girl, um, metal belt, mm-hmm. since they have an aversion to metal and iron in folklore. Uh, and that's why they oh, caught no. on fire, so... <laughs> So, well, um, so there's just, there's just different ones, so I guess some of them he makes and, like, makes it into witchcraft, but then a lot of them, they're, like, people who are just shitty, (laughs) and they're, like, you know what?
0: Doll time. (laughs) Love that. The, like, the in-between stages that they show them in, where they, like, still have their human form, but, like, doll eyes popping out and Ah! stuff, like, that- Oh, I loved I loved that like imagery. God, I, I just I I was I feel like old man yells at clouds sometimes when I review older horror movies that have like practical effects. I'm just like, man, I miss that shit. But it's just like that holds up more than like watching fucking Silent Hill or something. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's wet. There's way there's the, the craft that goes into that. I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine how difficult it was to like do all the doll work. God, was it? It was. Was it stop motion? I'm pretty sure it was it stop, like motion, stop motion from the way that okay. it moved. Maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. It makes like stop motion and puppetry. Yeah. And this, this obviously, they took notes when they made Puppet Master, which I liked this way more than Puppet Master. <laughs> <laughs> I like Puppet Master, I could not vibe with. Maybe, maybe again because of the emotional connection. Because in Puppet Master, they're all just terrible people that just get attacked by dolls, and you're like, well, that's it. <laughs> Go get attacked by fun. dolls. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you, th- would you show this to kids that, like, were, could handle the gore and stuff? Do you think, uh, does my theory make sense at yeah, all? Yeah, no, like, I, th- I think that, like, if the kid is, like, I want to
1: watch this, and then I'm just, like, okay, I'll let you watch it, <laughs> because you're, like, you, you read scary stories to tell in the dark. This can't scare you more than that with the original illustrations, <laughs> um, but, like, I think like it could I think it could even be a good intro for like people who want to like get into like slowly slide into like horror stuff and get used to like gore mm-hmm. and mess up maybe I don't know. But I, I think that yeah.
0: I think that could work. Well, cause Stuart Gordon's always very good at finding like humor in his horror too, which you know me, I love horror comedies are my favorite yes. and so like not that this is a horror comedy, but he always finds like some humor and campiness to his stuff and like that makes it more accessible too. Yeah. I don't know. I just have this theory now. I'm like, if you show, show your kids dolls, it <laughs> might scar them for life. Because uh, dolls are fucking terrifying.
1: Yeah, God. If I walked in there and I saw those dolls, it'd be like, I'm just gonna walk out in the rain. I'll be. These- Alright, uh, I'm
0: a head out. I'll spend the night in the car. I love <laughs> the ending where like. They're letting them go, but Ralph still knows, like, they're and they're trying to be like, oh, you dreamed it all. And Ralph still knows, like, no, shit's happening. He's like, we gotta get out of here right now. I gotta, go. Yeah, gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah, his reaction's so funny. I'm like, God, same. <laughs> uh, he's like, there's definitely
1: something off. And I, I can feel it, even though they're trying to yeah, say otherwise. But just, yeah. Um, it's, it's so, like, God, the parents were so
0: despicable. I was just like, yes, turn them into dolls. What? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, do it, do it. Yeah, there's- Oh. <laughs> like, first, the what really got to me when I realized, I'm like, oh, these are not good parents. Is like, it's so- Like, not that I'm a parent, but I just, like, my instincts would be that if I'm spending the night in a stranger's house, and they say that, like, my kid's room is gonna be separate, and, like, on the other side of the house, I was like, I'd be like, absolutely not. Uh, no. And they're like, oh, cool, we can bang. Like, that's- <laughs> you go get a hotel room for that or something this is just that's like are you serious real and are they just serious like a bird and like we could be in monte carlo right now i'm like oh yeah you gotta die
1: yeah and and she's like seven years old and talking about like fairy tales and stuff and he and the dad hates it and i'm just like fish
0: like he doesn't want her talking Granite. about it i'm
1: like what
0: yeah and it was it was clever to set up that like she already has an active imagination kind of like a boy who cried wolf thing <laughs> the teddy bear she has this active imagination the teddy bear i was like oh we're just well okay. i thought we were just about to go right into it when we're just like oh fuck it I, I
1: was like oh shit does she have magical she powers no no she just imagines this teddy bear <laughs> coming to life and just fucking her parents fucking her parents up and i'm just gnarly like damn kid do it <laughs>
0: I should
1: be allowed to do that. Because, like, I thought when the big teddy bear came out, I was like, holy shit. And then, like, the the paw stuff ripped off and it became, like, a real-looking bear. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Started, like, ripped off the stepmom's arm. And I was like, oh, my God, this kid is seven and
0: already thinking this stuff. Damn. Damn, girl. It's okay. Someone's watching horror. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like, that that teddy bear, all the... There's so much good, just, like, like imagery created in this. Like, all the effects that they've created and, like, the designs, I should yes. say. Yes. That's the word I'm looking yes, for. Yes. The designs of this movie. I just, oh, I love, love that. I love it. Also,
1: I just, I love the part where uh, she and Ralph are, like, going out into the hallway because uh, he kind of believes her about the, uh, Isabel for getting dragged off by the elves. And I can't remember mm-hmm. what he says to her, but she's like... I'm seven. What do you want from
0: me? <laughs> yes, I wrote that down too. <laughs> Her delivery is so funny. I'm like, oh my god, that sounds like something a little kid would say. I love oh it. I'm like, are you are you sure it was writer? I don't know. I'm literally seven years old. What do you want? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. But... Oh, I'm 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 just really upset about still recording. <laughs> Can I talk about the deep dive I went yes, on absolutely. I mentioned to you before we record? Yes. So I was trying to do research for this and finding videos and, like, interviews, and I found a few. That's how I found out about, like, the them filming the his wife's death scene and everything, and it took, like, three to four days. It was, like, the longest part of the shoot, but I also found that I found out... So, look, brief obituary for Stuart Gordon, or, like, biography, I should say, I think his death affected me so much because, like, the two biggest things in my life were horror and theater, and he was so prominent in both. Mm. Um, because he got his, he got his start in the Chicago theater scene and he created, even before, like, Steppenwolf, he created, what's it called? Uh, Organic Theater Company back in 1970. And he was already doing weird shit. Like, he got, he got arrested for doing a production of Peter Pan where all the actors were naked because he thought that'd be neat. (laughs) Like ah! that's that's who we're dealing with. I um, love it. And he as we he directed the reanimator stage musical that I saw in LA a bunch of times and couldn't get enough of. But unfortunately what I did also not know about was a couple years ago he directed a play called Taste about oh, yeah. this guy that like consents to yeah. get eaten cooked and eaten by this man. Yeah. And I I wanted to ask, have have you covered that that true crime event before on here yet, no, because I like I felt like I'd heard it before, but maybe I just heard about it happen. Cause I, that happened in Germany or something. Yeah,
1: I, I've heard of that crime, but I don't think I have covered it on here yet.
0: So okay, I was just curious. yeah, that's pretty but. famous one. I think it was like a Craigslist thing. Like, I would give anything to go back and be able to watch this play or even read it. I can't find it to read it. But yeah, that, like that's Stuart Gordon right there. And like he had the range. Like he was and he would also direct like David Mamet plays and stuff, you oh know? God. Like that he just had such an incredible range and like again bringing like humor to horror mixed with craft and like all <sighs> I'm just getting emotional with Stuart Gordon. RIP, <laughs> my man. I gotta watch From Beyond next. That's another one of his big ones I haven't seen.
1: Yeah. It, that, it was, uh, Dolls was actually shot before, uh, From Beyond, uh, and was shot in the same sets, but it was released almost a year afterwards because of all the effects that they had to do in post-production. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Wow. Any more quick thoughts on Dolls? Oh.
1: it's so it's just so wild like I didn't know what to go in like I didn't watch any kind of trailers or anything going into it which I think is the mm-hmm. best thing to do because it's just a yeah. fun it's a wild ride and you should totally watch it it's on Amazon Prime uh if you got that uh it's it's fun I had a fun time with it uh I, I enjoyed it and
0: it's so but... short we love a short yes! movie an
1: hour and 18 minutes Mr., and I was like, Mr.
0: Gordon delivers again hell yeah, yeah. Love, I love, love it that.
1: I'm, I'm totally down 100%
0: uh yeah man. We'll miss you, Stuart, if you're listening to this. Alright, peace, Stuart Gordon. <laughs> Pour one the fuck out. Um so
1: I was able to find I'm probably a really famous case that people probably heard about. Uh it's the world's most terrifying haunted doll. His name is Robert. Haunted doll watch! Haunted doll watch. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, Robert the doll. Um, a lot of oh. he's Actually, he's still on display in his original home, where he's was from, uh, he is a. It looks like a little boy dressed in a sailor suit, um, and he's so old and like was so like loved at the time that his face no longer looks human, which doesn't help. It just looks vaguely human.
0: <laughs> I gotta look this look up him
1: while you're... up. It's so creepy. Uh, so he's just like a little boy dressed up like a sailor, uh, and he has a little. A toy of his own that's holding in his lap. It's a dog with uh, big, like, popping eyes and a huge tongue that's, like, long out of his mouth. Uh, And a lot of people agree that he is haunted, that he has caused car accidents, broken bones, job loss, divorce, and a cornucopia of other misfortunes. Uh, He's 111 years old, and he lives at the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida. It's always fucking (laughs) Florida. (laughs) Florida, man. Um, before that, he was the property of Robert Eugene Otto, an eccentric artist and member of a prominent Key West family. Um, the boy was, he went by Gene, uh, even though they had the same first name, which was kind of creepy. Uh, Robert was a childhood birthday gift from Otto's grandfather who bought the doll during a trip to Germany. Otto's relationship with the doll continued into adulthood because he couldn't get rid of him. Um. So the curator of the museum, Corey Corvette Convertito, uh, said that uh, what people really remember is what they would probably term as an unhealthy relationship with the doll. Uh, He took it everywhere. He talked about it in the first person as if it was not a doll. Uh, He just was like a living entity, essentially. So the museum traced Robert's origins back to the Steiff Company, uh, the same toy maker that the first manufactured a teddy bear in honor of Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, Robert was most likely never intended to be sold as a toy. Uh, a stif historian told the museum that Robert was probably, probably part of a set fabricated for a window display of clowns or jesters, so, like... <laughs> Why would you <laughs> Why would you want that? <laughs> so, uh, Convertito says it's kind of adorable, especially with his impish behavior, kind of suits his personality really well. Uh, Robert's little sailor suit was not supplied by the company. It was an outfit that Otto himself probably wore as a kid. So, he just eventually put it on the doll. Yeah, if you see pictures of this, the the, the dog does not help with the creepiness
0: factor. The, oh, no, yeah, the, it looks just as bad. <laughs> it's know. as bad as you think it is. It's like, <laughs> I didn't even know that was supposed to be a dog. Oh, yeah. I thought you said it was a, I thought it was a teddy bear. Oh, something. no,
1: yeah, it's supposed to be a dog. The company that created Robert the dog just, they also created the teddy bear. Uh, That's that was first the, ever made. The proportions, know.
0: the size proportions of this dog are not good. It's, it's not looking good from from It's near, very, very old. Oh, my God. This is fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Dolls are horrifying. <laughs> so,
1: according to legend, uh, young Otto began to blame mishaps on the doll. Uh, adults started noticing odd cur- occurrences happening around, because uh, before they would start just, you know, dismissing it as kids just trying to blame something off to a to a toy or anything uh and especially as otto and robert grew older as an adult otto lived in a stately home he called the artist house where robert could be seen positioned at an upstairs window uh school children swore that he would appear and reappear and they would uh, like avoid the house (laughs) so this was happening while his owner was still alive Uh, Myrtle Ruder purchased the artist's house after Otto's death in 1974 and also became Robert's new caretaker. Uh, Visitors swore they heard footsteps in the attic and giggling. Uh, Some claimed Robert's expression changed when anyone badmouthed Otto in his presence. Uh, Router said Robert would move around the house on his own, and after 20 years of antics, she donated him to the museum in 1994. Uh, But far from banishing Robert to his obscurity, his arrival at the museum marked a turning point. Uh, visitors have flocked to the museum to get a look at the mischievous toys since his arrival. He's appeared on TV shows, he's had his aura photographed, he's a stop on a ghost tour, and he inspired a horror movie. He has a Wikipedia entry uh, and social media accounts. They can You can buy a Robert no, replica.
0: First.
1: You can buy books, coasters, and t-shirts, and you can write to him. This bitch gets
0: more mail than I do. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I have to watch this. This movie is free on Vudu. Yes. Called Robert. Yes. Oh. The- oh my god! They make it even more terrifying. <laughs> no. Uh... They make it more. Oh my god. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> God. Annabelle who? Wow. (laughs) Uh, Convertito
1: says that he probably gets one to three letters every day, uh, and oftentimes they are apologies. Uh, Many visitors attribute (laughs) post-visit misfortunes (gasps) to failing to respect Robert (gasps) or even openly disrespecting (laughs) him. And they write begging for gifts. Oh,
0: my God.
1: The power. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's like Annabelle, too. Oh, my God. Uh, others ask him for advice or to hex those who have wronged them. Uh, Convertito oh. says that they have received around 1,000 letters, which they keep in catalog. Uh, Robert has also received emails and homages. At some point, it became known that Robert had a sweet tooth, so people leave and send him candy. So recently, he received a box containing eight bags of peppermints, a card, and no return address. Uh, the, the staff does not eat the candy. Uh, <laughs> They just leave. Guests will also just leave him sweets, money, and occasionally they leave him
0: joints. Uh. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's how you get on his good side. Oh, my God. Uh, So, Convertito
1: is Robert's current caretaker. Once a year, she administers a checkup, taking him out of his case and weighing him to assess whether the humid Florida weather has adversely affected his straw-filled body. She also is his proxy, receiving and reading all his emails and letters and running his social media feeds. Um, In August... I would kill for this. I am, right? (laughs) I was like, if I wanted to live in Florida, I would watch his (laughs) job. So in August, uh, when this was written uh, back in 2015, uh, she, she photoshopped Robert's face onto the now famous picture of Kim Kardashian Popping a bottle of champagne onto a glass balanced on her ass. (laughs) It was in order to attract attention to a campaign that would score the museum a grant if they garnered enough votes. (laughs) So through the combined force of Kardashian and Robert's celebrity and the doll's social media reach, which he has almost 9,000 Facebook likes, uh, the museum won by a landslide uh occasionally Convertito responds to on robert's behalf she tries to send something to every child who writes to him uh and she also responded to more poignant ones such as an email from a girl who was being bullied at school um convertido says she doesn't know uh if robert is truly haunted Uh, she says she's never had a bad experience with him or felt uncomfortable uh, Julie, it's always been a very basic relationship, and I have a job to do, and I go and do it. And whether there's something to it or not, he just allows me to get on with my job, so he, I guess he likes her. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't diss
0: Robert, or he'll come in and bust your ass after you leave. Yeah. My, what I, well, what I'm wondering is, so she handles all the correspondence, so, like, does she have, is she part of the decision-making, and when people write in for Robert, like, I'm so sorry, I fucked with you. She probably like, she, reads it to him, I guess, so he knows. Does she read it to him and have a connection, or does she just write back, like, "Not nah, you're good, or something? <laughs> uh, I guess she only responds to occasional <clears throat> mail, so I guess. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe. <laughs> she's
1: like, she's just like, Robert, you got another letter of forgiveness from this person. <laughs>
0: oh my god. The power. I, okay, I found a new dream <laughs> You can work from home. You can (laughs) pretend to be a haunted doll all day. (laughs) I love it.
1: It's so great. Like, I I would totally want to visit him, and I'd be like, you're the only motherfucker I respect in this house. I respect you!
0: Oh, my God. Fuck
1: everyone else. I respect you!
0: Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't fuck with that. 111 years
1: old, so you know this... He's been around he's seen some shit yeah Oops. have they talked about this on lore uh not of all the re- of the episodes that i have listened to i have i don't either i don't remember or i don't think they have um but sure. i feel like they will definitely uh in
0: just sounds familiar yeah
1: they might have i i've listened to so many episodes they all start to blend <laughs> no that's but fair. yeah he's he's one of the most famous haunted dolls and i would totally want to go visit him on a ghost tour down in key west in florida so if you live down there hell yeah totally say hi to him for us <laughs> right. so that's the real events that's that that'd be such a i i've never seen the robert movie but i'm, I'm very intrigued now <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. i mean i bet it's terrible oh, you... <laughs> not, to, not to judge a book by its cover
1: but... <laughs> i can i can believe that to be honest um So, I guess that leaves us on to our our final segment. Uh,
0: Is doll's gay? (laughs) Well, first of all, Ralph's a lesbian, I just... (laughs) Um, Okay, the other thing is, this is... This is gonna sound so mean. For... Okay. (laughs) Please tell me. Carolyn Purdy Gordon, I love you. You're great. For a brief second when I first started watching this, I didn't realize it was her and thought it was, like, a man in drag. Just because of, like, the headpiece and everything. Uh-huh. And, like, her, and because her performance is also totally camp. Like, that's the, that's the biggest queer element of this movie is that she's going full camp in this. She, like, the most, like... Despicable stepmom, you you could imagine again, like it's a fairy tale yeah. thing too. That actually, I just realized Evil that. Stepmom. Oh shit! Um, but it's very like her her outfit and her demeanor and her like almost running over people for no reason. Yes. Oh, I'm I'm obsessed. Like I feel like this is some character that a drag queen could like play. Yes. I should say. I'm, yeah, like, at first, I thought it was too. i I'm not even gonna lie. I thought it okay. was too. Okay,
1: I feel so bad for... I saying. think it was, like, the lighting and, like, the way that... Yeah. It was just the, the yeah. frame. Like, I don't even know. Like, it was just a combination of things. But then I was like, when she spoke, I was like, oh, okay, no, it is a woman.
0: She's just... I'm just like, did her... This dad get divorced, divorce his wife and marriage, drag queen Because I would watch that. Like, why haven't I heard about this? <laughs> Please. Please. Yeah, that's- other than that, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Camp icon Carolyn Purdy Gordon is all I gotta say. And lesbian Ralph. Rel- <laughs> and lesbian- Rob's a lesbian. That's all I got, yeah. You know. And it's a lesbian. Can- can you elaborate? No. no, no. Okay.
1: Absolutely not. So, oh man, that was- it was a good film. I really enjoyed it, um. Yeah. So if you got Amazon Prime or whatever, and you just
0: wanna- and you wanna enjoy a short horror film-
1: Totally watch it. It's...
0: I think I saw something that is leaving at the end of the month. Oh, yeah,
1: it is leaving, uh, Tuesday, yeah. so get on it.
0: <laughs> Too late. Well, this will be released after uh, no.
1: it's gone. No. So, this Sorry. is useless to people. This is useless to y'all when we were recording. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll tweet hey, it yeah. just now. Yeah. We'll do
1: that. We'll send out, we'll send out a tweet. Um, so shall we wind down?
0: Yeah, sure. Hell yeah. You can, you can go first.
1: Okay. Uh, so... I have just basically been catching up on Succession. I'm on episode ah! eight right now. So... Uh, of season one? Yeah, I know. I'm terrible. Uh, well, I, just was, I've, I just want to yes, clarify. I'm yes, on. see, uh, season one. Uh, and Kendall banging on the window yelling, family therapy. <laughs> it's like quarantine <laughs> time. Is exactly that. Um, I'm still... I'm almost finished with my uh, haunted... Uh, book that i'm reading uh and I've, I've since i've gotten more into it it's basically this these two people that wrote the book uh they just go on like ghost tours of these uh prison prisons asylums uh and hospitals that were abandoned and now people can tour it like they have like public uh ghost hunts that you can go on for these and so they kind of just write about their experience and them and you know where are the places and, like, would they really recommend you to go to it? Like, all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of almost like a little bit of a, uh, oh, what's it called? Like a, a guide, I guess, of the places to visit. Mm. Um, and I swear to God, I, I'm reading Flowers for Algernon after this. I have heard oh, shit. mentions to Flowers for Algernon, like, ever since I mentioned that, suddenly pe- I've heard somebody the other day, I don't remember what <laughs> they, w- they were saying for at first, um, uh, but then they were like, this is some flowers for Algernon shit, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I was, uh, re-watching an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine with my friend, and, uh, there was a mouse in the desk, and the Jake held up, he's like, Algernon! And
0: I was like, what the fuck is happening? Oh. <laughs> it's- it's a cultural resource the flowers for Algernon. God. Um, so other than that,
1: it hasn't been too crazy around here. Uh, my house has gotten finished with remodeling, so uh, I'm so glad about that. But I'm stuck in quarantine with my family for like 30 <laughs> <Woo>! days. <laughs> so I'm working from home. Uh, but it's not too, too bad because I, I get to work at my own desk,
0: which is nice. I like my desk.
1: Pretty, it's it's pretty good size good. i'm
0: glad you're safe I'm, i hope everyone's being safe
1: yeah please do not gather in like even if you're like various family members live in their own house and have been isolated i still don't think that it's a great idea to get together anyway but that just may be me because i want this virus shit to stop and slow down i want to flatten the curve my cat fell asleep on my covers that are lying on the floor i just noticed that because bell walked into my room and i looked over and i saw her uh, but uh, other than that, it's been same same old same old. Uh, but
0: what have you been up to, my dude? So much. <laughs> I mean, cause I'm I'm also self isolating and uh, so I oh I I think I had just started my Bond marathon yes. when last we spoke. Yes. I've finished all the Sean Connery. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um. Not the biggest fan. Yeah. 60s sexual politics Woo. and yellow face. And, it's you know? bad. Um, I did the. In, in between the Connery ones, there was one George Lazenby oh, one. Oh, yeah. And I don't get why people dig on that, <laughs> hate on that guy. He was, he was fine. He's Australian, you know? We stand. <laughs> um, what else? <laughs> I watched, um, the Daniel Craig fucks a grandma movie called Mother. Ah! <laughs> uh, look it up. <laughs> um, oh, I watched this cute, cute gay movie called Beautiful Thing from, like, this was, like, this British movie, and Ben, I didn't know Ben Daniels was in it, and he showed ah! up, and I, like, screamed. Oh my god! He plays, like, this, the mom's boyfriend in it. I want, I've been watching so much. I want, um oh hopscotch <laughs> <clears throat> on criterion channel is this like okay so imagine like mission impossible um rogue nation but with walter Matthau. that's God. that's the movie it is so great and, uh, yeah i'm just i've i've haven't watched too much horror I should, like just because i'm trying to watch like Escapism, like either like period pieces, Bond movies, or comedy. Yeah. is what I've been doing. But I watched this, and I watched I rewatched ReAnimator when Stewart died, and I watched um this made for TV movie called The Midnight Hour because um it's the this uh, local rep theater in LA called the Egyptian. They do this w- when the, when they were open when we weren't in the end times. <laughs> um, every every month they would do something called Cinematic Void where they showed like a midnight horror movie. Oh yeah. At the theater, and obviously they can't do that now because the theater's closed for now, but... So they did an online watch party, and, like, it was a surprise. It's just, like, you tune in, and they even had, like... They always show these old, like, trailers and TV spots from, like, the 80s usually, and so they had that going on for a half hour, and uh. then the, the movie started playing, and I had, like, never heard of it, but, like, LeVar Burton was in it, like, pre-Star Trek Lavar Burton. Oh, my gosh. Um... Yeah, it was really cute. And I think it's free on YouTube to watch the whole the whole thing. You don't have to be in LA. Oh, anything. nice. Yeah, they're, and they're doing another one April third. Oh, so. that's fun.
1: Fun. Oh, that reminds me. Um, I was I also watched some comedy and like feel good stuff too. Woo! Um, I I rewatched the entire Kung Fu Panda trilogy because I'd never actually seen the <laughs> first one. So I was like, oh, wow. I need to watch this because I absolutely love that. And I was like, definitely one of the trilogies that is surpassing all other trilogies uh (laughs) i've never seen the third one it's cute i thought it was very cute um and i don't think it was as good as the second movie but the second movie like fucked so i was uh, that one was best and then i watched um i I saw fiddler on the roof uh oh
0: hell yeah i
1: didn't know it was that long otherwise i would have planned better (laughs) (laughs) uh who's gonna tell (laughs) who's gonna tell you there's an intermission gone with the wind style um and i also watched hail caesar uh oh that was God. a Cohen brothers movie i hadn't seen and i was like this is a film <laughs> no dames no dames. It's worth
0: it for no dames. no
1: dames. i mean i liked the movie yeah it was fun um i i didn't i had no idea what the hell was gonna happen in it because i i'd seen trailers for it but at the same time i was like i do not know what's going to happen in this film <laughs> um but it was a lot of fun i thought it was i thought it was great so i had i loved it watch it it's good no dames, the best part.
0: No dames. Um,
1: and other than that, I don't think I've really watched. I I still have like three other movies I need to watch that I got. The films from my library. It's like I think the Innocence is one of them. Uh, so. Oh
0: yeah, it, your library is still open.
1: No, it's not open. They just extended our uh deadline for when we can return films.
0: Oh right. Um,
1: so I just have those sitting on my on my shelf to watch eventually but nice.
0: uh i was watch the innocence and then watch the turning back to back
1: <laughs> did you write an ending
0: you forgot to write the ending no. you forgot you forgot to end your movie oh my god he can't hear us. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: but it's, it's, it's true um but yeah definitely watch trying to watch more like happy feel good movies at this current mm-hmm. point in time uh, than anything, especially because of what's going on. So definitely would recommend uh, Kung Fu Panda because I just I forgot how enjoyable it was. Um, it's nice. it's so fun and I I love it. I really do. <laughs> it's like this. It's like that movie. Is that that trilogy? Lord of the Rings and Paddington. Once they make the third Paddington movie, uh-huh. will be the unstoppable trio of oh my God. trilogy films <laughs> and the original Star Wars. That's it. Um.
0: My brother said that Daniel Craig needs to be in the next paddy. He does. Like, please, please, please,
1: please put that into the world. Please, please I have spoken it into existence. I will see the heart. Um, but other than that, um, hopefully I I Xander hasn't been feeling great. Um, otherwise we would have had him on this week uh so hopefully we'll get we'll, on. we'll get them on uh hopefully soon uh so if you're listening to this sander hope, hope you feel better soon um but other than that uh we hope you guys are doing all right uh if you want to follow us we have all of our uh links to social media in the show notes that you can uh see on spotify or wherever you are uh, listening to your podcasts uh and we'll see you guys in a couple weeks with the next film so until then Stay safe. See you later. Yeah, be
0: safe everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye.